Hi everyone once again and welcome to a new episode of Realtor Talks. I've got my colleague Sam Langer on the on the podcast today and he's going to be talking to about to us about all things real estate and specifically waterfront properties that he specializes here in Dubai. So hi Sam, thanks for coming on. Hi Lloyd, thanks for having me. No problem and it's great to have you here and good to have another of my colleagues on the podcast. Um, firstly, just introduce yourself to anyone listening or watching, just so they know who you are, how long you've been in Dubai, and where you specialize. Yeah, so my name's Sam, as already Lloyd said. Um, I think I've been in Dubai here now a little bit over three years. And since I've been here, I've only done water and beachfront uh, properties. So, for example, like I think the most famous one is Palm Jumeirah. And um, yeah, that's all I've been doing over the years. And yeah. Okay. So, well, how long have you lived in Dubai, actually, Sam? Because I know, well, I didn't. Obviously, the people listening don't necessarily know, but your your mum is also a real estate agent here in Dubai. Um, yeah. Like, is how did she kind of like get you hooked into uh, the industry? I guess is going to be the question I'm going to ask you. Yeah. Oh, what happened here? Sorry. <laughs> Okay. Um, so basically, it all started with Dubai when my sister moved here 10 years ago. Okay. Uh, started working in the Jumeirah Beach Hotel, which I think you know. Yeah. Uh, and um, yeah, my parents done all kinds of real estate construction, renovation uh, back in Germany since over 30 years. So basically, I was just born and had no other choice than doing something in regards to real estate. <laughs> So did you know, I guess, from a young age that you, like, you'd be moving into that industry then? I'm, I'm assuming exactly. the, the, the dinner table conversation was dominated by speaking up about properties, whether it's selling it or developing it. Exactly. Like, basically, we had a house back in Germany and then on the ground floor, uh, we had our office mainly, the state agency, whatever you want to call it. My father was doing a lot of sustainability i.e um, renovating old houses like the 1900s okay. and then bringing them into a state-of-the-art energy efficient building basically okay. and i've started working in my parents company i think when i was 13 14 okay <laughs> and also like after a year before my 15th birthday i've also sold my first house there okay. Really? So did you, did you leave? Did you leave uh, school early then to, to go into uh, into working? No, I think school is normal actually. Yeah. But my main focus then was still um, doing the real estate basically. Okay, so you're still working on the properties, and then school was almost like your your side. On the side. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good thing. At least you learn. You you're learning on the job, and obviously that's standing you in in good stead now which is obviously working out for you uh do you prefer working here in dubai or did you like the the property in germany i don't know much about the property uh, market yeah i think it's germany is similar to the uk or anywhere in europe um i'd say dubai is actually much nicer because the overall buildings etc are much newer as you can guess yeah <laughs> but um the whole I think the whole thing you sell here just has some different vibe to it as well as everything's on the beach, et cetera, in compared comparison to Germany. And when I compare the pricing, especially mm -hmm. what I can get for my money, let's say in Munich, Berlin, or what I can get here in Dubai. Yeah. It's like two different universes where in Germany, most of the time I can get like an old house from the 1960s which we all know this 50s, 60s have been the architectural highlights in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, and here I can get like something super nice, almost brand new, super luxurious for the exact same price. Yeah. And that's just, it makes much more fun to do that job here in Dubai than compared to back home. Yeah, there's well, there's more, I guess, uh, sexy products you can say exactly. uh, stay here in Dubai. There, like I don't know all the properties in in Germany, but I'm assuming yeah. there's many like beachfront locations. Uh, that's, that's a, 
Okay, um, so yeah, that's good. Good to know how you came here in, into into Dubai and how you uh, you got into it at a really young age in Germany, and then obviously with the family moving it over, now you're you're looking to to um, like build up more here in Dubai. Um, are there any other you know markets that you'd be interested in globally as well that you think are good for for property other than Dubai, or do you think Dubai is really the like, the main place to be? I think right now Dubai is one of the cheapest major cities in the world. Yeah. And that just makes it incredibly attractive in buying a property here in Dubai. But due to also my personal network, I have friends who are in the real estate business in New York, Los Angeles, London as well, also in the south of Spain or south of France. And these are also markets I'm always interested in and would I'm also collaborating with them in either they send me clients, I send them clients, because most of the time, if you've got someone who invests in major cities in Europe or um, the US, they're very likely interested as well in Dubai, especially when they figure out that for the same money, they can get sometimes five to six times the space, what they could afford there basically. Definitely, there's a lot of advantages over here. And like you said, the price, it's a lot more affordable for getting something that's, that's new and, and luxurious on a price per square foot basis in a, in a really dynamic and really uh, high-end city, you can say. Uh, I just wanted to go back. You'd mentioned your dad was doing um, sustainability on the, on the yeah. interior design. Um, what kind of stuff are you talking about there, like specifically that they would do? Is it to do with the building materials? Is it to do with how like water is treated? I don't know. Can you go into a bit more detail on like yeah. what kind of things? So basically what they've always done was um, old houses. They've, they, they've normally um, specialized on heating the building and keeping the building warm. Because in Europe, we have much more difficulty staying warm at winter. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, or in general, the temperature keeping, as well as in the summer, that the building doesn't overheat drastically. Mm -hmm. And all these kinds of things. That includes special bricks you use for the exterior walls, which are temperature, help, like helping to keep the temperature inside as well as special heating and cooling systems from the inside and ventilation systems and all that kind of um, things, basically. Yeah. Do you think there's a, well, there are some projects, obviously we've got a sustainable city, somewhere like Signature Livings as well, which is promoting yeah. sustainability. Do you think there's still like a lack of options in the market here for Dubai? Is there a niche for that that's still not really fulfilled yet? I think in Dubai, we have one thing that it's a lot of construction around here. It's more about the design rather than actual the technology behind the buildings. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. So there's a, there's a few who do actually do that, um, having temperature controlled windows and all this kind of stuff. But um, I think the technology that is out there hasn't yet arrived fully in Dubai. Yeah, well, why do you think that is? Do you think people are just like uh, developers are trying to reduce the costs and because the properties will still sell, they're just, they're just not bringing in those, um, those technologies in and uh, materials. And do you think, think that's going to grow more as people demand more in the future? Yeah, I think it's, well, in the past five to 10 years, I think worldwide there has been a major trend in going more into the sustainability of uh, houses as well as buildings. But I think here in Dubai, what they've focused on is um, hiring, just hiring and getting the job done rather than actually hiring the people with the sufficient knowledge of bringing that technology into the market. There's of course some developments here, it's starting to pick up and more and more here in Dubai as well now. Yeah. And right now what we see, for example, the trend buying old villas here in Dubai, uh, if it's in the Palm Jumeirah, if it's in Jumeirah Golf Estates or any other uh, development, they, a lot of buyers are just focusing on the old buildings or not really buildings, but rather the uh, villas and completely renovating that. Basically what we had done in Germany as well. Yeah. So 
that is more of a trend which we see at the moment and bringing also more sustainability into the market by the buyers yeah okay yeah that makes sense and i think it's definitely going to be something that as the city grows and supply increases then you need to differentiate yourself from exactly. other properties and there's also the added benefit of you know reducing bills and that kind of stuff if you're if you're utilizing energy through whatever it might be solar recycling water anything like that yeah i can only see that trend growing um okay so you're a waterfront specialist sam uh, i've asked you to let me know because i do this with all my guests a top five and if you can give me a rundown of your top five waterfront properties that you'd recommend to anyone looking for a property here in dubai so yeah, yeah. go ahead <laughs> so yeah um, i'm specialized in the water and beachfront properties here in dubai but predominantly as well, since I'm German and there's very few German-speaking realtors here in Dubai, I mainly focus also on the German clientele buying here in the city. So that results in that I have a lot of buyers who are looking as a basically vacation home, second home from Europe, from the coldness in the winter, retirement homes as well. So they're buying villas as well as apartments here for retirement. And that basically resulted in that it's predominantly apartments, which I'm selling, okay. but not exclusively, right? So that's why I chose like my number five, let's say, um, to be Palm Villas, okay. um, which on the Palm Jumeirah, the villas, like whether it's garden homes or signature villas, which is a, just the difference is the size basically. And they're straight on the beach, which makes it a perfect vacation home. So what most of my clients are looking for is buying as well these older villas, which are fairly well priced at the moment and doing what we said, renovating them and making them the perfect uh, vacation home at the end of the day, where we're working together with designers and architects, which basically bring their vision to life and just making beautiful villas on the Palm Jumeirah. Okay, so well, apart from the the obvious thing is on the the fronts of the palm where the the villas are, you are having direct access to to the beach. But what yeah. other other facilities, amenities on the palm are the main drivers of people wanting to live uh, live on the uh, on the palm itself that you find yeah. from your clients? Well, basically, I would always say number one reason to live on the palm is I think Dubai is the cheapest city to buy a villa on the beach. <laughs> yeah, but also. Um, the Palm Jumeirah has uh, developed over the years drastically now. We have a sort of outdoor shopping, rather food and beverage center, which is called The Point. And there you have all sorts of restaurants. And no matter where you're from, you can find uh, food from your home country, I'd say. And that basically makes it also like perfect theater for vacation. You just need to hop in your car or taxi, whatever drive two minutes up the road and then you're somewhere where it's perfect to dine in and yeah as well as the Nakila mall which has just opened a few months back just makes it again an amazing addition to the whole concept of living on the palm jumeirah because right now with that one opening there's a massive supermarket in there and now if you vacation on the Palm Jumeirah, you literally do not need to leave the island. And you get all necessity, everything you want from there. True. So, yeah, you can literally do everything, go on vacation and not need to leave. It's almost like a resort, you can say. But you're staying in a, your own Airbnb. <laughs> That's the only way I can, <laughs> I can explain it. <laughs> uh, do you, like Speaking of uh, Airbnb or short-term rentals, do you find some of these owners who have second homes, they, they like to rent out their property whilst they're not there to make a little bit of extra cash from it? Yeah, that's also a very big trend that has developed over the past two years, I would say, here in Dubai. There's a lot of villa owners who buy, renovate, make it the perfect and dream vacation home. Yeah. And then just let it also generate money while they're not in Dubai, which results in a very positive cash flow when you're not there. 
basically the property finances itself. You're there, you can spend the money that you have generated while you have not been there. And then when you're gone, you just enjoy the cash flow basically. Yes. Since or general, the Palm Jumeirah, or even more broader, every beach and waterfront property enjoys high demand in short term and Airbnb, whatever portal you use. Yeah. Perfect oh, yeah. Then. Okay. Oh, that's great then. So that's your number five uh, on, the, yeah. on the Palm Villas. What's your, your fourth uh, option? Yeah. So on the fourth, I've chosen the one of the few which are not on the Palm Jumeirah <laughs> and one of the newest project on that list which is currently under construction is the address JBR okay. which is possibly it's actually the biggest plot you could buy on JBR which is a massive um, beachfront line of buildings so they have basically the last plot of that building line and are currently developing a very iconic structure which looks like an oval shape with a massive infinity pool on the rooftop which has just amazing views over the whole ocean and Palm Jumeirah on the rooftop. It's basically the owners have bought the address brand to put on the building and also operate it but itself is not from the developer who's built the other EMRs which resulted in a massive um, spine quality as well as sustainability actually what we discussed earlier so the layouts are very efficient it just i've recently had a german gentleman there and he was like well this is how we build in germany we had nothing to complain and that's why i always like taking people to that development as they've really thought it through i would say and it also makes again the perfect vacation home if you like the city life of the marina jbr but you still want to have your private beach and all the facilities you can have in a high-end uh, hotel definitely so yeah so you're getting those five-star amenities that come from the the famous yeah. dress brand and then for anyone who who doesn't know or doesn't live in dubai the jamira beach residence or jbr is in, like the real premier strip of beachfront um, that's been popular with with tourists uh, in the past and still is the most popular uh, place where people go on holiday now uh, on the beachfront there's plentiful restaurants hotels bars all kinds of entertainment that you can do so again it's it's a really popular waterfront location like like Sam is explaining um, within within the property I know that they have um, access to a private beach which is which is very important but what other amenities are really uh, really good selling points of that property in address JV? yeah basically the building itself is again something i would compare to the palm jumeirah itself you do not need to leave the building if you don't want to while you vacation there you have five-star restaurants you have all types of cuisines you have a map, a beautiful rooftop terrace with pool, as well another restaurant. You have gym, sauna, everything basically you can ask for, and that has been very popular with investors as well as a lot of end users who yeah. are looking to move into the property actually once it's done. The good thing is it's very much on track, and it's well funded as well. So. The project is just as well something that you can always full heartedly recommend to anyone trying or looking to invest in Dubai. Definitely, and and you've mentioned that it's, it's off plan and it's on track. When is it scheduled to to complete? So so people know, and and I know that they have a really good payment plan on it as well. Exactly. So they're looking to have the whole project completed by the end of this year and hand it over then as well. So. I don't know if you've driven past the address in the past months, but every week you've driven past it, it just looks completely different. Yeah. <laughs> and um, that shows the speed of construction. And yeah, it's, I think, the best payment plan you can ask for right now in Dubai. You just put 15% down now to book the unit, and then you only pay the remaining 85% once you receive your key. Mm -hmm. So on, on handover, you only pay the rest. For example, that because that enables you that you don't need to fully 
put your capital in one spot with, without it generating any sort of cash flow because at the same time you can try using that money and generate a bit more cash flow and then use that money again to fulfill the 100% payment. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so that's a, that's a thing that many investors worry about is tying up their money when they could be using it elsewhere, which might be an issue as well in the, in the times at the moment that people are looking not to, to spend too much cash. So it's a good option for, for people looking for a waterfront property. Um, I had one other question on address JBR actually. I know there's part of it which is service residences and part of it which are purely residential. Can you just explain the difference uh, between the two apartments? Yes, basically there's, since the tower has an O shape, um, one side of the O is residential and the other side is service apartment hotel. Yeah. Um, that basically means the residential part has much lower service charges, which is perfect for someone who just wants to live there or invests in any sort of real estate here in Dubai. Then the service residences give you all hotel amenities with Wi-Fi, telephone, they come fully furnished. They have um, uh, cleaning once a week and all these types of things, as well as handyman comes for free, which is all included in the service charges, which of course is a bit higher, but perfect for someone who wants to basically just have a home away from home and just stay there while they vacation in Dubai. And when they're not there, they can just give it to the developer and they will do short-term rental with it as well. Okay. And then it generates again cash flow, which is both very attractive. Yeah, exactly. So when you have a second home, it's good to still not just leaving, leave it you know, sat there. And especially with the service residences, it's being taken care of. So it's being cleaned, it's being maintained. So it's not just sitting there and, and gathering dust in, in, in a kind of way that you might have with other properties. Okay, thanks for that, Sam. Uh, what's your number three then? I'm interested. The two good picks so far. Number three is again on the Palm Jumeirah. Palm Jumeirah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, project, I'd say, if you take uh, any client there, they just fall in love straight away. So it's called Serenia Residences. Mm -hmm. You will probably have been there already and seen a lot of uh, agents in Dubai doing videos there as well. As um, basically, when you drive on the Palm, the Palm Jumeirah has a crescent around it. And it's pretty much on the far end to the right which makes it very, very um, peaceful. So you, are, you see the city of Dubai, you see all the buzz, but you don't hear it. You're just fully enclosed in your green oasis. Since um, Serenia basically consists of three buildings and they've done full landscaping throughout the whole development. Mm -hmm. uh, little waterways, little waterfalls, tennis courts, mini golf, children's play areas, everything to have a very much a green oasis on the beach, which is very rare here in Dubai. And yeah, the quality of the whole development is just outstanding for that price range. And you have full infinity swimming pool with a sort of crystal lagoon-like feature, a artificial beach on the infinity swimming pool. But then you just go past it and then you have actual grass on the on the ground <laughs> with uh, where you can put your lounge chairs and then there's the actual beach you can just go swimming in where there's a volleyball court and yeah part of the gym as well you have a very big uh, lap pool if you like to like to swim laps so basically it's just a full fusion of every type of pool you like <laughs> or every type of water you like to be in <laughs> And yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I think it's a it's a great project. I've I've been there quite a few times, and it's always whenever you're showing someone on the palm if they're looking for a property, whether it's they're living here or a second home, it's it has to be on the short list. I think it's just it's it's like living in in a hotel resort. It's the the only way I can describe it, because yeah, like you said, the greenery, the water, and all the amenities, including the tennis court, the the gym, everything is is spectacular as well as being just slightly out of the way so that you're, you have that peace and uh, tranquility 
but you're still on the palm and near near to a lot of uh, hotels and stuff, which are also you know, really popular and entertainment is just on your doorstep as well. Um, like for example, next door, there's the Anantara Hotel, yeah. which you can actually, the development has made a deal with the hotel and you can actually have the room service, uh, the cleaning services, you can all avail from the hotel. And you can just walk over the beach and go straight next door on the beach bar to just enjoy a shisha or cold beer when it was still possible and will be possible again in the future. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I think it's, it's the Waldorf Astoria on the, on the other side as well. Am I correct? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. You have two top hotels. Then the Rixos as well, just five minutes down the road with a very nice beach club. And basically, again, you can just stay there since the hotel also gives you uh, food delivery or grocery deliveries. So again, something you just don't need to leave the building. <laughs> yeah, so that's why it's perfect if you're, again, if you're on, on a holiday, you can stay in your own place. And then the joy is you can literally put your toes in the sand and walk down up and down the beach like you were on holiday in, in, uh, in Europe, for example. You can literally exactly. walk down and enjoy all the restaurants and the bars along that beachfront. So yeah, yeah. Um, what, what's your favorite unit in there, Sam? I know they have like these kind of half floor penthouses. They've got uh, the, I think it's four floor penthouses at the top, is it? Um, which one would you go for if you're uh, like, if you're looking as for a property yourself? Yeah, so basically um, I actually have a client living in the development which is, has now turned out to be a friend over the years. And I would actually go for exactly his unit he has bought, okay. <laughs> which is one of these half floor, uh, three bedroom penthouses with almost 5,000 square foot built up area, which just makes it just how you would imagine Dubai living. Grand uh, living spaces, very big bedrooms. You have a second kitchen if you like to do some heavy cooking that um, gives has a lot of spices, let's say, <laughs> and yeah. And just the good thing there is you have a full wraparound um, balcony on the living room, which basically results in that the developer again has done there. This is maybe the first project really that has implemented that energy efficiency and sustainability with the windows that they have um, built in. So okay. what they've done is that the whole facade is just windows. There's no real metal or concrete or anything that gives a facade. So all windows are fully temperatured, um, tempered, everything. So normally when you just go on the balcony, you can touch the glass from the outside and it's very hot. <laughs> and yeah. from the inside it's beautiful and just cold and just nice. That results also again in very low payments per month on your electricity yeah and yeah and the full thing the whole living room you can fully open all the windows so it's a full sliding door which just opens and extends the living room or merges the living room with the uh, balcony oh uh, yeah I think that's... picturesque the view 100 i think that's a key feature of, of serenia are those those windows the full height so the properties are already really bright it's a lot of light colors inside, so it's really spacious. And then obviously the light coming in through the full height windows just adds to that. And then it kind of draws in the view. So um, I, I think I know the unit you're talking about where you're looking out over the, the palm and towards the, the water and over towards like the, the marina skyline as well. So it is like you say, what you'd imagine living in Dubai is like you have that tranquility, but then also you have the city like the skyscraper uh, skyscrapers in front of you as well yeah exactly okay sam so thanks for that serenia what so what what can you top serenia with I, i'm i'm interested to, to see what your top two are so uh on number two i have one development where i'm where i'd say one in three transactions is going through myself as well um it's the five hotel and residences okay um, that basically is, I would say it has a lot of similarities in terms of design with Serenia, but the whole concept is vice versa. 
So that is basically you buy and live in that development or even invest since there's hotel rooms you can buy and then be part of the hotel revenue. So you basically paid out as a profit share basis, mm -hmm. on a profit share basis. And you basically just buy and live there. If when you vacation in Dubai, you want to have, let's say fun and you just want to have action. Yeah. Since the five has established itself over the past years as being the place if you want to have an amazing night out, if you want to have an amazing brunch with an after party on the beach or at the famous penthouse uh, restaurant and bar where you just, I think every time you go on Instagram, you see someone on the penthouse in the five yeah. <laughs> making uh, shots with the background the vast sea and then the Dubai Marina and yeah they've done an incredible marketing especially with a lot of celebrities and yeah that's my number two okay if you, yeah. like, if you like to do anything exciting that's the place to be yeah I, well I think that's definitely the case like you said it's like Instagram every every single person you see is in that the penthouses all around the pool and it's always busy isn't it obviously it's yeah. not this particular time but okay. in, but generally you you there won't be a, a weekday even a different time in the in the year where the the place is not busy and it's, exactly. it's perfect ideally for yeah if you like coming on holiday or living in a place that has a lot of action and you don't necessarily want to live in in a skyscraper in downtown but you want somewhere that's still busy and lots of stuff on your doorstep it's a great location yeah. to have that but on a beachfront setting so exactly. Yeah, that's why the five is, is is super popular. Do you do you see a different demographic of the people who who live in that uh, in the five compared to say Serenia? Is it a younger demographic who who are buying property yeah. there? Yeah, there is. Um, I would say there's a it's a lot of the younger demographic. Let's say twenty five to thirty five. Yeah, but also there's some. I had a client uh, which was sixty years old, and every weekend he goes down with his wife to party in the on the pool. So. <laughs> <laughs> and with the view I would say <laughs> and, uh, yeah so there's also these um, people who are, he lives in Miami the other uh, the other time of the year in the summer and comes here in the winter so he basically is into the buzz of pool parties and everything and as well um, I would say if you are into let's say house music techno all this kind of electronic music the five again is like the perfect place to be in the penthouse when it was still when you could still fly all over the world <laughs> the yeah. uh they were every weekend there was a very nice dj from europe us where basically the hub of the whole electronic music scene is and um yeah they always invite now they actually have a live stream of their uh weekly dj sets on their instagram since it's hard to get there, they just keep the party alive, let's say. Yeah. And everyone can stream it from their Instagram account at home and party there. <laughs> and yeah. So that's again maybe an example that it's a perfect party hotel when you can still do it at home over your Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. Yeah. Eventually, of course, everything will go back to normal. But yeah, it's a it's a great great uh, property location right at the, the base of the trunk of the palm as well. So it's very easy to get to for anyone who, uh, who wants to get in and out of Dubai as well. And also there's, there's obviously on the beachfront as well, we we're talking about Serenia being able to, to walk along, along the beach, but yeah. that's also coming more to, to where the five is located as well, right? There's, there's restaurants and licensed, exactly. uh, licensed cafes and stuff along the bar now on that part of the palm. Yeah, what they've done last year was, um, it was completed end of the year they have uh, basically extended the beach and done a very nice um, Miami style beach walk across the whole trunk in front of the five. With every, let's say, 100 meters, there is a restaurant bar, which results in that you just have a, just a very nice setting being in the five. You can party in the five, drink in the five, but also if you just want to have a nice walk, over a very lively and energetic beach walk, you just go out 
step one foot on, on the beach and then you just walk across the whole trunk and can walk past other hotels and just enjoy life basically. Yeah, so it's a beautiful place to live or to, to vacation as it might be. Okay, perfect. So you've gone through the other four. What's your, your number one, Sam? I'm, I'm wondering what that's going to be. So number one, I would say a lot of friends and colleagues identify me with that building as well is the uh, Bulgari uh, residences mm-hmm. on the Jumara Bay Island, which again, I would say maybe is again, very opposite to the five, but also very different to the Serenia. Um, that whole development has been designed by outstanding architects from Italy with, of course, the brand of Bulgari and the Bulgari Resort as well on the island. Mm-hmm. Um, how you can maybe imagine that development is that there is six residential buildings with apartments and they're in a U-shape with a very big and the only Bulgari yacht club in the world five golden anchors and beautiful restrooms and a cigar bar where I normally go to every, far, uh, every Friday. <laughs> if, if you look at you know Instagram, you're going to see a lot of photos of him at the Bulgari. Exactly. <laughs> on Instagram, you'll see a lot of cigar uh, sessions on. on so. <laughs> so, yeah, that's basically that whole development drives on one or maybe two factors. It's exclusivity and security. So this is basically, they don't do a lot of marketing like all the other places here in Dubai. They want to keep the exclusivity and the whole prestige of the development. There's also 15 mansions only, which are all waterfront and very nice, again, very limited. So in all these apartments, you can just avail the services of the hotel again. And restaurants, it's just, there's just a few restaurants on that island, but the quality of the food you get there is just outstanding. So when I was there the first time, I'd say it was the first time I actually felt that I was eating Italian food again, okay. <laughs> which uh, the Italian restaurant and the art club is just uh, amazing. And the whole development, as I said, is running on exclusivity and, um, privacy and all that things which also attract very high carrot uh, individuals from all around the world which I cannot mention here but um, it just gives a very exclusive vibe since it's a whole private island and you drive over it over a 200 meter bridge over the ocean and yeah you have basically I would say it's one of the only developments where you see the four downtown skyline and the full sea view from just it's just amazing i would say yeah well for like you said it is very exclusive and i mean that is really the word to describe uh, the development and the the jimura bay island as as a whole and for for non-gcc nationals it's really the best place to to invest on the jimura waterfront isn't it there's there's obviously pearl jimura you've got la mer but i think Jumeirah, Jumeirah Bay and Bulgari especially is, is the, the top end of what's on offer along the waterfront uh, in Jumeirah. Most of the other waterfront developments are closer to the, the palm end of town that we've, we've already gone through today. Um, in terms of the development, do you think it's just the, what, what do you think makes it so, so high end? Is it, I think for me, it's the, the construction materials and the, and the little details that are in the, in the development, but what, what's your opinion on that? So every time I take a client there, even it doesn't matter where they're from, they just love the place. So it, it comes down from the details, it comes down that they actually use uh, wooden floors in the apartments as well as villas, which is very rare here actually in Dubai, which give the whole development a very warm and homely feeling. And Recently, I had a um, local gentleman actually a beauty uh, mansions with, and he was saying the whole design it just reminds him of central uh, prime central London when he's in Mayfair or wherever, just rem- reminds him of the exclusivity and the whole design brand, and he just feels let's say special when he's in the apartments. Basically, um, I would always say 
There is, of course, the very prime areas which everyone knows, Emirates Hills, Palm Jumeirah Villas. But how I would describe the whole island of Jumeirah Bay, where there's also plots you can buy and construct your own villa with design guidelines that I would say, uh, next time I take you there, the villas which are being constructed there are by far the most beautiful in all of Dubai. This is the master developer has put in very nice and very um, aesthetic design guidelines. And the villas are just absolutely stunning. But having said that, the development I would say described as being for someone who enjoys, let's say, the finer things in life is very, let's say, wealthy, but is not someone of those people who like to drive their Lamborghini and wrap it in front of, uh, for example, the Five Hotel. <laughs> and um, yeah, it runs on the exclusivity and everyone there I would say almost everyone knows each other and it's a very closed and exclusive community, which results in that that is not a product you can be someone and flash around with, but yeah. someone that is actually enjoying it. And yeah, like every apartment, every villa comes with built-in wine fridges, which also says something. Yeah. And um, yeah. Yeah, well, so it is, yeah, like you said, high net worth individuals, but people who don't like to, to shout about it. That's the, that's the way that I'd, yeah, I'd explain about it. There's no, no better place in the city, I think, to just overlook the, the marina and just enjoy like a, a drink watching the sunset. That's, if, if there's a place that I'd say in Dubai, that's, that's definitely the most luxurious place to just sit and enjoy that kind of experience. And the yachts as well, which are there. <laughs> Yeah. It's just absolutely stunning. Like recently when I took on a new listing there, there was a yacht. I can't remember exactly the name, what it's called, but it was a yacht that had basically three. Um, it looked, when you're looking from the back, it looks like if you drew a bird, you know? So yeah. I think it was a three catamaran. And when I looked it up, that, that yacht alone costed 29.8 million euros. Okay. So that is basically something to see what kind of people actually live on that island. Mm -hmm. And the whole yachts which are being displayed there, not really displayed since when you live there, you have your own yacht bay, but uh, the sizes of the yachts compared to the other yacht harbors you have here in Dubai, it's just something different. Yeah. And you see it as well on the clientele living there and having their yachts parked there. Okay, and so obviously there's the exclusivity, the location, everything. For the owners, they can use the, the amenities in the, the Bulgari hotel as well. What, what are those amenities that, that they can use there in, in the hotel itself? So the, the owners can more uh, use actually the yacht club, which is actually a little bit nearer, I would say. They get discounts in the hotel and all this sort of thing. But um, the building itself have their own spas, gym and swimming pools, which are all super high end. So you get like nicely, in your building you get a nicely warmed and hot and cold towels to every when you're entering <laughs> you get water you get apples you get bananas every sort of fruits you need as well as some antioxidants and all this kind of stuff but then on the yacht club there is a also i would say maybe a sort of beach club how you would imagine it from all the others like nikki beach for example which is also on the neighboring island of Jumeirah. But um, how I would maybe describe that whole yacht club is more an executive beach club. So you go there to network. If you're a member of the yacht club, you have your own conference rooms, you have your own part of the yacht club where you can mingle with those who are also residents and have availed the membership of the cigar lounge. And this is a whole just exclusive and more of an executive high net worth individual level of being in that uh, whole development. Yeah, definitely. I, like, I think what speaks volumes is it has like its own library where you can, yeah. you know, pick out, pick out books and just sit and enjoy whilst you're enjoying the, the view and the tranquility outside in the, in the, in the cooler months. Okay, yeah. Sam, that's a really good shout on, on the Bulgari. Um, 
to be honest, I'm not surprised on that, knowing knowing from what we've spoken about before about the <laughs> that area. So so thanks for that. Um, completely different thing. Um, if we weren't talking about waterfront properties, what would be your favourite property in Dubai or development? Very good question, actually. Non-waterfront. Yeah, non-waterfront. Obviously, we've gone through waterfront, so I just wanted one. Just off the top of your head, what would be Non-waterfront. I personally really like um, the Jumeirah Golf Estates, actually. Okay. There's a development called Hillside, which has um, the design is very contemporary with your own um, private garage on the underground. So yeah. it's just, again, a very nice development. I would have said um, District 1, but District 1 sort of is waterfront, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, it's not waterfront, but it's waterfront. So, <laughs> so yeah, I would say actually the hillside of Jumeirah Golf Estates is one of my favorite developments, if I would say non-waterfront. Uh, okay, we get, we get that answer from a lot of people. Most agents in the city who've seen it do, do tend to love uh, hillside as a as an option to stay in themselves um okay and final thing i wanted to ask you is obviously we're in this kind of uh, pandemic at the moment as they call it what do you what do you think the effect is going to be on the the property market if we're looking i'm not talking about in the next few months i'm talking in you know the mid to to long term what's your opinion on what's gonna what's gonna happen I've spoken about that with a lot of people recently, um, clients, friends, family. And what I'm seeing and what I'm thinking will happen here is right now, Dubai is establishing itself again as what they used to be, as being the safe haven of the world, whether it's in, in terms of private wealth, i.e. tax-free uh, country, but as well as the security and the health facility which Dubai has to offer. So I think I haven't spoken to a lot of clients of mine who are currently in places like Mallorca, Ibiza, Germany, wherever. They're kind of unhappy of what the European governments are currently doing and how they're handling this whole uh, crisis, I would say. And they see how much advanced or how advanced Dubai is handling that situation and what I'm seeing right now is a lot of just a lot of clients friends of mine who are just saying as soon as flights are allowed again they're currently selling their homes in Spain Mallorca Germany Italy and they just want to get out of there and establish their companies here in Dubai as being one of the safe havens of the world which I would see in the mid to long term, there will be a very big um, population growth here in Dubai, resulting of that pandemic, actually. Okay, that's an interesting answer. And I am seeing the same kind of trends as well, I would say, where people are just waiting to travel at the moment, obviously with the restrictions, yeah. it's making it difficult. But having seen the way people have reacted, other governments, they were maybe on the fence before about, oh, should I move over here or relocate? And now this has kind of affirmed that decision and yeah. they're really looking forward to being able to, to do it. They're just waiting to be able to move and travel, like you said, in order to, to go ahead with that process. So it's really interesting that you, that you think that. Do you think that will be the same kind of effect on, I know you, you deal with a lot of like high net worth individuals, but do you think like the general middle class will also be um, feeling in like the same way will, and will they be able to move like that? Well, what do you reckon the trend is going to be there? Because we do have a lot of family communities coming up, which are for the, the normal public. I think actually it's very attractive. Like normally you can always talk about the rich and wealthy high net worth individuals. But while I'm seeing like friends, family and clients who've approached me in the last couple in the couple of last weeks is the middle class is also very, I think they're even more um, fed up, let's say, with what's happening in Europe and how the government is reacting. Because if you're rich and wealthy, you can always try finding a way around certain things. But the middle class is more and more um, annoyed with that factor, with that fact, what's happening. 
And these are actually the people which I'm seeing will be moving to Dubai, establishing their family businesses, which are not like massive companies of 1,000, 2,000, 10,000 employees, but rather like 10, 20 employees, mm -hmm. or even less, even people who can just, who are just self-employed and do their work in a one-man show, basically. That's basically what I'm seeing predominantly will be uh, moving out here to Dubai. Yeah, I think I think that's definitely going to be the case. The the fine line is going to be how they manage the economy and making sure businesses can be created easily and people can get visas to stay here because that's been always maybe a bit of a sticking point in terms of increasing the population because people have to have a visa or residency visa to live here. Um, but I think if, if Dubai takes that opportunity to um, in, like allow people to move here more easily, which they already have been taking the steps in the last you know, 12 to 24 months. If they take that opportunity now, we could see a lot more demand and a lot more people moving here into the city. Definitely, definitely. And that will also, again, if these individuals move here to Dubai, that will create jobs again here yeah. for anyone else. And that will, again, be the ones filling these new developments which are coming up in the affordable range all over Dubai at the moment. Okay. Perfect, Sam. Um, thanks for that today. Thanks for going through your top five waterfront properties. It's been really insightful and I hope really uh, it was really knowledgeable for all the and a lot of information for anyone who's listening today. Uh, just before you go, can you just give out your social media or any other accounts that people might want to follow you on so that you can keep in touch with Sam? And if you want to inquire about any of the developments that he's spoken about today, you can get in touch with him. So my Instagram is Sam C. Lange. I don't know if you, if you can pronounce my surname, but <laughs> um, and actually the same name on LinkedIn to Sam C. Lange. Uh, maybe you can write it somewhere here. But um, yeah, so there you can happily get in contact with me and we'll sort it out from there. Okay, I'll, I'll, if, you're, if you're watching this on YouTube or any of my social media, you should be able to see it in the description. I'll put his, uh, his contact details there. Otherwise, thanks for coming on this show and please look out for more episodes of Realtor Talk. Thanks for watching, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you.